Backyard Brews. Hey everybody, welcome back to Backyard Brews. This is Jake. I'm surrounded by friends. We have Wait, wait, not friends. Uh, what? Friends? Yeah, friends. You have friends? Yeah. Only well, the ones Ohana. Here at the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ohana, okay. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Ohana means I'm family. surrounded by Ohana. Uh and that's I like it. that goes along with the beer that we're having today at the uh, pineapple Mana Wheat Beer by Maui Brewing Co. Today we've only got four members. We got John. What's good, my dudes? We got Amanda. Hi there. And we have Kevin, who's <laughs> sniffing his beard. I didn't yeah, want to bother. Yeah, it smells really good. I thought you were going to take a sip. I didn't want to bother you. Actually, it does smell it really does smell good. It does smell really good. It, yeah, it does. I'm a sucker for pineapple everything, though, so... Oh, it doesn't taste as pineapple-y as I was thinking. Yeah, about. it's more wheat. It's more Ooh. wheat beerish. Yeah, it's, it's definitely on the back of the. Yeah, yeah, you get it. I it's really like nice. it. This one is really refreshing. Mm -hmm. Like good summer beer. This is extremely refreshing. Like I feel hydrated drinking it. <laughs> What's the alcohol content? Uh, uh, like it's only five point five. Oh, geez, the last two. This one and the last one were both really low. Yeah. Well, the last, what, the last one? Folks, it's been, how long? Four weeks? It's been like a three-week gap between the recording of the yeah. last episode. Fires happen, dudes, and... Yeah, wild times. We've been evacuated, what, three times in the past, like, six weeks? Uh, well, we didn't get Not evacuated. Not we specifically, but... but yeah, like, it was like, parts of our county have been evacuated, yeah. like, two or three times over the last, like, six weeks. It's been a wild ride. It was awful. Woo! <laughs> I literally went from working up on a fire line, camping in a tent for two weeks straight, to coming back for one day going, okay, this will be nice. I'll work one day while I'm home, and then, you know, I get like four or five days off in a row. I can relax, like, spend time here at home, and then, no, fire happens. Literally the day after I get back, and then I'm evacuated. Get out. GTFO, my dude, GTFO. Yeah, kind of over that. All yeah. right, so low-key. That's, like, my biggest, like, thing about living in California right now is all the freaking fires, like... Yeah. Mine's not even the fires. It's the power outages. Oh, yeah, the it's random the power, power outages. outages like, yeah. the unnecessary power outages are what get me. Yeah, oh, the, no, 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 but we're going to have all electric cars by 2030. Which doesn't make any sense. Hey, it doesn't make any sense. Our power grid does, will will not support that. <laughs> Our power will, grid will die. It literally will not. <laughs> Kevin earlier was just talking about about America being the land of oh. abundance. We do not have an abundance <laughs> of electricity, my dude. No, no think, <laughs> at least no. not here in California. Think about but how we stable. do of shoe racks. Yes. <laughs> True. That's. I can build the biggest shoe rack that I want. We were talking about that the other day. I'm going to build a thousand foot shoe rack. Why? Because I own that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them, America. So, opposite of, of America, we literally, me and Amanda have been getting rid of stuff, and I have decided to go down a rabbit hole of minimalism. Uh -huh. wow. So, I'm trying to, this sounds like a big number, but it includes everything I own. I'm trying to get down everything I own to under 100 items. That includes clothing and everything. Laptop, okay. drone, uh, video game consoles we've been discussing. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm trying to get everything down to be under 100 items. Like all of you, his you have what thousands of games? Uh, not anymore. We got rid oh, of okay. thousands of games, oh, okay. but 
They actually got rid of a few consoles, too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But, like, it occurred to me that with all these fires, if you play the what-if game, like, what would you replace if mm-hmm. it all died in a fire? Not a whole lot of it. You realize you would buy the essentials, like, clothing and, like, that yeah. sort of thing. But then, after that, you'd buy... Like, if it was me, I'd buy the newest PlayStation. I'd buy a laptop to replace mine. And a few other gadgets and games. And then, that'd be all I'd want to replace. I would probably buy other things just because consumerism and stuff. But, realistically, those are the first things that come to mind. Like, as long as, you know... As long as you get, like, the important shit out. Like, family, you know, family, animals, that sort of thing. You don't really care about a whole lot of stuff that gets burnt up in a fire. Actually, yeah. that's a pretty interesting topic. What would you replace if you had to? Oh, this is ours. I was going to say. Are you okay with this topic? Oh, then? no, I'm already prepared. Everything, <laughs> when, when I evacuate, I literally have everything can fit in my car. Okay. I literally have it all in my car and ready to go. Okay. Okay, Kevin, do you want to start off this? Yeah, having, so, having lost your home. Yeah, I, so, like, during the, what was it, the 2017 2017. fires, yeah, uh, my family lost everything in the fires. Like, I ran out of the house with no shoes because our house was on fire Gosh. in the middle of the night and got in my car and drove away. So we lost it all. But when we, uh, you know, we're getting everything back. I've actually only replaced like maybe a quarter of what I actually had. So like I got like a couple of gaming systems, I rebuilt my PC, and then I have like a fraction of the clothes I had. I maybe own like four pairs of pants. You've been rebuilding your Disney pin collection. I have my Disney pins. And then a lot of it otherwise is really just like uh, pictures and then just little like knickknacks that I've gathered over these last few years, but probably 90% of what takes up the space when I evacuated last time was my clothes. Just because I don't want to have to go clothes shopping. Mm -hmm. So I threw that all in there. No, I think that's kind of a pain in the ass. (laughs) And then it was otherwise just like any medical stuff I might need. And then my pins, which I have just on a bulletin board, which I threw in my car. Do you do that every time you have to evacuate? Yeah. You're like, pins, here you yeah. go. <laughs> and then I just throw all my otherwise, like, my all my knickknacks into a bag, and I'm good to go. You save yeah. the PS4 every time, right? Yeah, oh yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so I have a question. PS5 comes out. You have a PS5 and a PS4 at that point. Do you save the PS4 and the PS5 or just the PS5? I would save the PS4 just because there's no guarantee I'll be able to afford to buy the PS5. Well, uh, let, let, let's pretend you have the you have both. You you like PS Five comes out. You bought that. Okay. You okay. still didn't get rid of the nice. PS Four, but you have um, to boom go. Do you yeah, save I probably both? dished the PS Four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, most likely. I have a question for you. My whole thought. So I was on when the fire started here, and I had to leave. I was on my motorcycle at work, and I came back here with the ambulance to make sure that they were getting out, and then. I was like, well, shoot, I don't have my car. I was like, well, if anything burns, I hope at least my car burns because I'll get a new car and it's not worth all that much money. Mm-hmm. My question is, is there anything that you lost that you're like, thank God it's gone? Um, is there anything? That's terrible. I know, you know, <laughs> I know. I've had the same thought, yeah, though. You know? Maybe not thank God, but or maybe like, like no. you're like, it's whatever. Fine. Yeah. Like, you, you, you weren't torn up about... I will say... It's not that necessarily that there was something in particular that I lost, 
But I can't help it. Thank God I don't have to clean my room. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have to clean it. Yeah, no, there's least, less stuff in like, it. At least you don't have to deal with the smoke damage. It's gone. It's like... There's always a bright side to every situation. Thank God, Kevin. It's a lot easier to keep my room clean, and it's just like... A bonus, I guess, if I have to have one. Mm-hmm. Alright, Jake. What would you pack up? What did you pack up? Uh... Well, my girlfriend packed everything for me because she I, she called me earlier while I was working and said, oh, there's a fire up on the hill. Like, should we get going? And at first I went, no, the, like the wind's not really blowing and it sounds like they're, they're getting on it and everything. And I said, no, no, no. And she just said, oh, I'm going to pack a bag any, or I'm going to start packing anyway just in case. And I was like, right, you know, okay, that's all right. And then uh, I think I called her maybe 20 minutes before I was getting off of shift and said, uh, yeah, you're going to definitely want to pack. You, you, you should get going. And I didn't know that she had like all of our clothes packed already and it was already getting everything together. But the really the only important things that I needed was, uh, I have from my grandmother, I have uh, a bell. It's like a replica Liberty bell from when she went to Washington, DC and then she has, uh, she used to do a lot of trips to Japan. So I have, I don't know what to call it. It's, it's like kind of a picture. It's not like a, it's like a painted kind of hanging picture. Like a wall I, scroll? Yeah, it's a wall scroll. Yeah, 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 it's a wall scroll. Um, and she got it from Japan when she, like she and my great grandmother used to go there back in like the, their 50s and 60s. And uh, so yeah, she brought she brought it back from when she went over there back then. So those are like the two important things, and then just like my medical papers and birth certificate and things like that in a box. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, whatever whatever goes goes. After I get that, that's okay. Everything else can be replaced. Exactly. Well, depending on how much time there is, obviously. Um, I have to say this last time around was our third time packing up for evacuation just to be prepared and we were not, not so close that it was terrifying. Honestly, we were not as close as the two of you in either of these fires or multiples. Um, I'd say it's, since this was our third time packing everything up, I, I, each time it's gotten less and less and less. Uh, as long as I get the dog out, uh, I think the only things that I packed this time were our Nintendo Switch, because you can't get those right now. It's been yeah. very difficult to find lately. Yeah. And you need something to do when you're away from home. And uh, I packed my collection of Disney ears because that is something that actually means a great deal to me. And um, I did not take all of my pins. I did uh, recently make myself a shadow box for all of my Minnie Mouse pins, and that was the collection that was the most important, so I I grabbed those. But other than that, I don't even think that I, I didn't pack even more than two outfits or so. Threw in a bunch of underwear, like a pair of jeans. and your lounge flies. Oh, uh, well, that's oh. what I, I packed all of my stuff in my lounge flies. So the, the one that you gave me for the yeah. wedding, Jake, the, the up one, oh, yeah. I put all of my ears in there. 
Um, I have my Disney Dog Lounge Fly that I put. I carry that as a purse on a daily, so that's where my wallet is, my birth certificate. My birth certificate's still in there. Oh, jeez. Um, and uh, I have a third lounge fly now that I put, like, my pair of shoes, my jeans, and a couple extra shirts and, like, a bunch of socks and underwear. And that, mm-hmm. that was it. Like, every time this happens, I slowly start packing less and less because I am starting to realize, like you, like, this stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because our house is full of crap. <laughs> yes, but we've been getting rid of the crap. We have. But, um, yeah, I'm in the same boat, like, basically at this point, because I've really been missing traveling, is the real key to this. Like, I've been missing going, not just to Disneyland, but traveling. But recently I packed one of my older backpacks, filled with, essentially, if I forgot to pack anything, I could get by on a couple-day trip with just what's in that backpack. I have my... Um, I have my tech pouch, which has all of my, like, chargers and stuff. I have um, a little, um, like, bathroom bag that has, like, a spare toothbrush and all of that. And I have a little bag that has, not that anyone else can see, but I have a little green packing cube that's, like, about this big. That has a pair of shorts, a pair of underwear, a pair of socks, a t-shirt, and a small um, packable down jacket. Mm -hmm. And, um... Just a few other things like that, that if I were to travel to, like, say, Las Vegas or Disneyland or something, if I forgot to pack anything else, if I brought that bag with me, I would have all the essentials needed. So that made, like, packing up for the fire super easy because I grabbed that bag, put that by the door, and then I packed my backpack that I carry around with me with my laptop and, like, everything else. And then everything else, I was was like, fuck it, let it burn. (laughs) I will say in, in these past two months, we've had those three separate fire incidences. Um, at least this time last year when we were evacuating because of fires and crap, um, we actually had a scheduled trip to go down to Anaheim and we decided to go ahead and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And Disneyland was a fantastic distraction from whatever the hell was going on back at home. And we don't even have that option now. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, so I was going to say for, for like your minimal backpacking should, uh, should try motorcycle trips because <laughs> when when Chase when when Chase our friend and I did uh, a ride what was it last was it last summer when you went to go see Dane two summers yeah ago. it was last summer was it yeah it was last yeah. summer yeah it was after he went to Disneyland with us um, the first oh, time yeah you went like yeah spent a couple days on the motorcycles and it was like he had a I had a backpack with I don't know like two days worth of clothes in it and mm-hmm. then sleeping bag and that was it and yeah road and yeah that was nice so like the thing is um i've been reading and listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff from minimalists mm-hmm. and reading books and that sort of thing and it's like it when you get down and think about it almost everything you're holding on to is because you're saying what if i need this item or it's not a need or even really a want. Like, how many items are on your bookshelf right now or you're in your drawer that you haven't touched in a year? Yeah. You know, that could be articles of clothing or even something as dumb as, like, a flashlight that, you know, most of us probably have, like, a dozen flashlights. <laughs> you don't need 12 flashlights. If you had yeah. two or three, you'd probably be prepared for just about any situation. Yeah. You know, and it's like... Most people don't even use 100 items in their day-to-day lives. So if you had 100 items that you were saying, 
these are the items I care about, you're probably more likely to use them and you'd probably gain more joy or less distress from having so much clutter. I mean, it's kind of like me when it comes to picking out something on the menu whenever we go out to eat. Oh yeah, you get like, um, it's called, um, oh god, it's like something paralysis. Um, choice paralysis. Yeah. Like, um, I suffer from that hard. So I used to collect, I used to collect all video games. I literally had over 2,000 video games in my collection. And, like, I had to pare that way down because, like, what would happen is I would go, I want to play a video game. And then all of a sudden, I'd be overwhelmed with the choices. Like, oh, do I want to play this? Oh, I haven't touched this game in 10 years. Oh, I've never touched this game. It's still in the plastic. Oh, but this game's a classic. I should really play it. Oh, but I just played it last week. And, like, pretty soon you end up not playing anything because you spent 20 minutes trying to decide and you feel bad for not playing the other ones that you didn't pick. Yeah. Like, you know, but if you only had 10 games, guess what? You're going to play one of those 10 games or you'll go out and buy a new game. You know what that is? Hmm. It's the, uh, there's an actual concept. It's called the, the magic number of seven plus or minus two or plus or minus three. I forget exactly what it is. But, uh, yeah, so it's basically like your brain can only actively, or your frontal cortex can only actually hold seven choices actively uh, plus or minus, I'm going to say it's two. So, like, phone numbers, the reason why they're the seven, length they are yeah. is because... It, it's able you're able to hold that in your memory or your social security number um like things that we have to remember for day-to-day -day use and things like that they're shorter specifically for a reason like and it's not just like oh you you go to a restaurant you're faced with 10 different choices for an appetizer 20 for a main course six desserts and then like a hundred different drinks well it's not like you're holding in just the appetizers. It's like you take all of that into a, into account. And you're like, okay, I'm way overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's an actual thing that's like scientifically proven too. Well, and like also the thing is like the minimalist lifestyle, or not just the lifestyle, but like having less to choose from, also helps you make better informed decisions. Like if you have, once again to the menu, if you went to a restaurant that only had six options, and say one of them is boiled chicken breast, which would be extremely healthy, and broccoli and rice and white rice or something, mm -hmm. and then a burger, a steak, lobster, and frickin' tubs of lard are the other ones, you're going to pick probably the healthier choice because you only yeah. had, you know, six or seven choices to begin with. Like, yeah. And you, you know as a human being you should be eating healthier. Like, oh, yeah. Chances are a restaurant that only has those options, the healthier option will be chosen more frequently. They, they've done yeah. studies on things like that. Like, people don't choose to be slobs. They are kind of forced into it by not being able to make decisions based on all the options. Yeah. It's, and, you know, it's just they kind of fall back to what comes easiest to them. And they're like, well, the last time I had that burger, it was really good, so I'm going to have another burger. Yeah. My favorite example to use for that is still our first date. <laughs> oh, no. Um, you were distracted by the fish. That's true. John took me to the Rainforest Cafe down on rip. Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, rip. Yeah, it's no longer there. Um, but they have all those fish and stuff, but they also have a very large menu. And uh, it took me an hour and a half to decide what I wanted to order. Well, their menu is huge, right? It is. It's pretty That's big. Okay. But, flip side of that, 
that's how I knew that I could stay with you because you were very patient with me having taken an hour and a half to decide what to eat. I was just really surprised her girl was giving me the time of day, let alone went all the way to San Francisco with me. That's what it was. It wasn't that he was being patient. It was that he was like, oh gosh, when eight, is this going to happen again? It was eight years in the making patiently waiting. Um, well, he he learned from that experience, and that's why we started eating it in and out a lot because there's like one thing on the that's menu. That's why they're so yeah. successful. Yeah, Honestly, yeah dude, do you want out. one patty, two patties, Please. or how many patties do you want? That's the only question. Yeah. And then do you want cheese? Cheese or not? Or tomato or lettuce? Like that's, basically, yeah. how many patties and what do you want on top? Yeah. There's really Out of these five items. What do you want? On? There's yeah. no bacon, which is still a downfall to them. I feel, but well, I thought you could order bacon. No, that was oh. an April Fool's joke, dude. Like every yeah. year, they April Fools the fuck out of us. Damn in and out. There's like National Bacon Day, and they always make a joke about that. Also, <laughs> like it might not be, it might be National Pork Day. I don't so, know. Yeah. But they, they always make a tweet about, hey, we have bacon. Jk, guys. <laughs> there was one. Um, the main In and Out added bacon onto their menu for one day as a joke, and they got overwhelmed by how many oh people gosh. came. I would like, imagine. Like people like came out of the woodworks just to like, <laughs> frick, like just to get freaking. I would. Oh yeah, I would totally go get a friggin' double double with bacon. And yeah, no, that right. would definitely be an experience. That that was the worst. Animal yeah, animal style. That was the worst like experience ever. Like seven year old me, like the first time I ever went to In and Out, I was like, I you know I didn't know the rules and like my parents didn't really fill me in, so I'm telling the guy I want um, the number one or which I think is like the, the single patty with. Uh, you know, with a drink and fries, and I want bacon added on. We don't have bacon. What do you mean you don't have bacon? Even McDonald's has bacon now. <laughs> because, like, that's why McDonald's started adding bacon onto their menu for the first time. That's old I am, kid. McDonald's also used to not have bacon. Oh, world. But, yeah. So, but, yeah. Minimalism. I'm giving it a shot. Um, gonna try to pare down everything I own to 100 items. Um, not counting socks and underwear. Like, that's... I will say I also saved my beer from my fridge. Yeah. Did was, you really? Yeah, because I was like, if my house is going to burn down, I need to drink. I'm going to need a drink. I'm stand in my driveway and have a beer. <laughs> so it's still at the amazing. beach, actually. I have to go get the rest oh, of my man. beer. But yeah. Kevin. Well, speaking of beer, what did you guys think of the Maui Brewing Company Pineapple Mana? My first cup, I... I don't know. My my first cup, I was not, I was not impressed. But now I'm getting more of the flavor. I'm getting more of like the, the crisp Christmas from, from the pineapple. I guess. Very uh, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's refreshing and crisp. Uh, it has a good taste to it. It still doesn't taste like pineapple to me though. No. Like, Interesting. I get hints of pineapple, but not like, well, a really strong pineapple. Like. In the past, when we've tried, like, citrus IPAs and stuff... You can taste... We, we can taste, like, some sort of grapefruit or some sort of orange yeah. or tangerine or something. Yeah. And this... It's so subtle. Yeah. It's so subtle. Like, it, I was, it's not bad, but... Yeah, no, I think that works to this beer, because... Yeah. If it was too sweet, I feel like it'd just overwhelm. It'd become more of a sour yeah, at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like, Ooh, that might actually be good. A sour pineapple. Pineapple sour? Yeah. Kevin, Ooh. you're on this. Yeah. Look for it. I had a grapefruit sour, I think. Was it grapefruit? The other, a little while ago, it was really good. Yeah, but grapefruit's but. wrong. I wonder how many uh, how many brewers are listening in and they're going to start stealing our, our brew ideas. <laughs> our ideas. Do it. Yeah. Call it the Backyard Brew. Yeah, you know. Do it. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. 
just do me a favor. Just send us some. And, yeah, either send us some or use our um, podcast logo as, like, the beer logo on your menu. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I'm fine with that, too. Well, I like it. I do know for a fact that we do occasionally get some of the old breweries that we interviewed. They sometimes listen because they sometimes hit me up and ask, like, oh, what, like, when we went on hiatus, where have you guys been and that sort of thing. Huh. So, um, That's you know. That's know. Yeah. So, and then, you know, like I told you guys, we've had a few breweries that we had scheduled before the pandemic. Um, we yeah, had we had them reach back out, so that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, like, that's awesome. Where, or are we allowed to use that word? Yeah, we can use pandemic. We oh, just can't. We, yeah, yeah. we can't use proper nouns. Oh. Okay. We, I just, uh, so in editing the, that last episode, um, <laughs> there we actually did pretty good. I didn't have to bleep out a lot, but um, because we pre-record like a good half hour before we start recording the episode, mm-hmm. I listened back to that for funny tidbits <laughs> and get good chuckles. And we had our whole team meeting on there about all the do's and don'ts and. It was quite good. Um, Patreon members. Maybe someday that'll be like a lost episode that only Patreon members get. (laughs) Sign up. $5 gets you a bottle cap with a magnet attached. I will say before we start recording, we are twice as hilarious, but also twice as disgusting. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah for 100%. sure. So, that's our venting process. Oh, yeah. I can't even see that. I've been that's trying to play footsies with Kevin for the last 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you playing footsies with Kevin and not me, Jake? You're too full. Yeah. Dude, work for it. <laughs> Distance is your enemy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I guess let's give it a score. Let's start with Jake. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a three and a half encroaching on a four. Mm. Uh, I, I like how refreshing it was. It's my first cup got a little warm. So I think that was part of why oh, the yeah. taste wasn't there. But if it's chilled, ooh, it is, it's actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. It was very crisp. I, even if John couldn't taste the pineapple, I certainly could. And I thought it was a very refreshing experience um i'm with kevin i i i definitely tasted the pineapple but i think the subtlety was what made me really enjoy it pineapple is my favorite fruit anyway so just to have that hint of of something that i know i already enjoy i liked i wasn't i was not expecting to like a wheat beer that's not usually my genre but um i found it very pleasant so i'm gonna give it who I'm gonna regret this. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Oh, wow. big score! Um, I I've only ever tried one or two of their other beers, and and those were both enjoyable as well. But I think at least of theirs that I've tried so far, this is my fave. And I like how refreshing it is. I will say though that this is for certain a sipping beer. This is not a knock it back beer. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice nod. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm going to have to break its streak. It's a little bit lower on the totem pole for me. I'm going to give it a three. So not significantly lower, but I really wish the pineapple flavoring would have come in a little bit stronger. Um, that's my personal preference. If it says pineapple, I expect to taste pineapple. I do smell pineapple. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's just one of those beers. It doesn't quite live up to the smell that it gives off. Um, it's very refreshing. I love that. And it's a very carbonated beer, which is very nice. More for me. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to give this a three out of five. Not a bad beer by any means. I'm definitely glad I bought it. Um, 
Maui Brewing Company has not let me down. I've liked yes. all three of the beers mm -hmm. pretty decently. And they're all kind of different. Like the macadamia nut is a little bit more of a, you drink one of those at the end of the day. It's like a dessert beer almost. Huh. The coconut one is kind of refreshing like this. You can kind of drink a couple of them while barbecuing or something. This is the first one from them I've had, so... Oh, yeah? I mean, okay. big shout-out to um, I really like their... Actually, you probably have stuff. had them. Um, they are part owners in the Kona Brewing Company. Yes. Oh. The Longboard okay. and stuff. Oh. Kona right. is another really yeah. good... Kona has a lot of good ones, actually. Yeah, really they have really a Golden good Ale that's pretty mm -hmm. good. Um, yeah. Maybe... Maybe we'll do a variety pack episode of the Kona and yeah. just like make we that. We did the. You know, maybe we'll do a Hawaii tour and we'll just go to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to get that macadamia nut too because I, yeah. I think you guys yeah. really yeah. for I our friends and things. Ray brought a Kona. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Prepare with his parking lot chicken. Oh yeah, that's right. Dude. Oh, what an lot episode! Of parking lot chicken. <laughs> Any new listeners that haven't oh, listened to the French gaming episode, give that a listen. That it's was pretty good. Pretty that good. Was pretty interesting. Um, that's one of our better episodes, but. Anyway, so it sounds like overall we're giving this like a three and a half. Yeah. Four, yeah. So at least gets a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely sure. all of us across oh, the board yeah. would probably order this off the menu. If, oh, yeah. If we went to the brewery or something, we, this would probably be the first thing. Somebody get me yeah. this with some chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Ooh, some like mango habanero. Mango habanero. Oh, yeah. That'd be real good, yeah. oh, yeah, dude. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of them are Backyard Brews, except for Instagram, which is Backyard underscore Brews. Also, join our Patreon. Um, seriously, any little bit helps. But also, if you um, join the $5 tier, you get a free bottle cap magnet. Um, the $20 tier, you get a t-shirt design coming soon. Oh. Um, and also, don't forget to listen to us on any platform that you listen to your podcasts on. Later, guys. Peace out, Girl Scouts.